Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. All right, Cody, the choice is yours. Do we start this episode with a fun thing or a serious thing? Fun. Batman! Oh. How's that fun? We have news, my we have news, brother. Does the fire rise? Yes, the fire rises. I mean, rises. Have, we, have we started the fire? Yes, the fire rises. Don't make me quote that movie. Just please don't. It. I hate that movie so much. You love it. I hate it. It's that bad. You're bad, brother. Bad movie. <laughs> how many? Uh, oh, what's? Tell the audience over under on how many times you heard me huff during Dark Knight Rises. Easily ten times. <laughs> Every time. Um, <sighs> Joseph Gordon Field. Yeah. <laughs> other than that, though, it was still it was still many many times I huffed. That's true. I was like, "This is bad, brother." Um, but no, we do have Batman things to talk about. Let's start with the, something we know not much about and then work our way up to something we know quite a bit about now. Jonah Hill. No. Oh. Video game. Ugh. What? Even if they are making a new Batman game, I don't want it. Why? Because it's made by a bad company. Re. And I don't give a shit about the League of Shadows. But it's about the Court of Owls, too. No, I didn't see that. You didn't? Nope. All I saw was the... I heard someone say it was about the League of Shadows. So the the thinking is that the, the, the movie, the game is Batman being hunted by the League of Shadows, the Court of Owls, and then one or two other parties that... Yeah, just hit all the secret societies. Yeah, pretty much. Court of Owls is by far the best secret society of Batman, and maybe of all of the, all of the media. Um, but yeah, the thinking is that the game is like, it's about that. It's about, it's like a bit of like chasing down Batman. That's the thinking. It's just cool that after all this time, we actually know that something's coming. Like it's actually, it's not some stupid rumor on a Reddit or whatever. It's an actual company acknowledged thing. And they're like redoing their website and they put out these teaser videos. So it's like, it's a thing it is a thing that is happening. Cody. Yeah, but... And I'm V-Excite. Did you not play Arkham Origins, dude? I did. It was bad. It was not great. Parts of so it were really good. So why are you getting excited about it? Parts of it were good. It had because, one good boss fight. Because the mistakes that they made are you can easily learn from. You can add more grapple points in the city. You can... That's it. Yeah, that's it. Wow. It was I I really liked that game. I thought it was it's engage it was engaging, had a pretty good story. Not that I really care about that, but um, you know, yeah. I think based on the foundation, once Rocksteady like rewrited the ship on Arkham Knight, that's a good blueprint to like take and you know and follow. And even then, I honestly I liked the vision of Gotham City and Ar- Origins more than I did Arkham Knight. It was just Arkham. Like it I didn't was just care. Arkham City. It was just cold Arkham City. I didn't care for the design of Gotham and Arkham Knight. That's one of the things that bugs me about the game. Is it doesn't feel quite. It feels too. I don't know. It doesn't feel as romantic. It looks I too guess. Good. No, it's too like. 
I, I hate how half the city's in construction and you're just driving around slop all over the place and like, you know, there's certain things I just don't really care for and how it, it kind of doesn't make sense as a city. That also weirds me out and kind of annoys me. That How doesn't know. it make sense as a city? That doesn't make sense as a statement. Like, compared to New York, as a good as a comparison, like the way that New York is laid out makes a lot more sense as, like, in terms of streets and and, like, how there's, like, in Gotham, there's no... Like, there's no Upper East Side with, like, townhouses. Right, it's more it's of like a Boston. Skyscraper. Eh, I guess. Maybe. I guess you're kind of right. But I don't know. I just I just didn't care for how it was. Also, isn't, like, isn't it canon that Gotham City is, like, in Delaware or something? I think Jersey is canon. Because Metropolis was near D.C. or something. It was one of them. Something was, like, on one side of the Potomac or whatever. But I don't know. I don't really care. What's the lore? What's the lore, Cody? Stupid! I don't know. What's the lore? I I just I don't know. You don't know the lore. I don't know the lore. But case, but what I'm trying to say is, I I of the things you know, comparing and contrasting, I liked how Origins did Gotham City better than uh, Arkham Knight. But Arkham Knight also kind of repurposed the city for the Batmobile, so they made it a lot, you know, more spaced out and kind of weird. And I don't know. I I hope, but I'm hopeful for it. I mean, I. takes a lot for me to not like a Batman game. It takes a lot for me to not like a Batman thing. And I've always been a fan of the Court of Owls, so I'm excited they're being incorporated into it. And uh, Let's see if they are. I'm I don't excited. know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see? What are we going to see? When it comes out. When does it come out? Uh, I don't know. If they're teasing it now, I would say probably next summer. Next summer. Maybe Holiday 2020. Yeah. But like or I don't summer. think they'd I don't think they'd release it too close to the next console, but I don't know maybe not maybe they maybe they will. Not, what console? There's no new consoles coming out. Uh, I don't think they released the 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 game too close to the new console. So my guess would be like twenty early twenty twenty early ish twenty twenty. You have information I don't. What new consoles? Like the PS Five and Xbox. It's not coming out anytime soon. I think it is. It's not. How do you know? Because I paid more attention to this stuff than you. Re, well, it's they're like still making games for the PS, but like they're not. Yeah, but like for instance, Rocksteady yet. is. They've like there's been postings on their site about uh, next gen consoles. So huh. it's not that far away, I don't think. Unless they're just talking about the Stadia, I don't know. I haven't heard anything about a PS5 other than shitty rumors. What about a Grand Theft Auto 6? Oh, that's never coming out. It's amazing how much money they're making on 4. I don't know, or 5. I don't know any Yeah, I would. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if they didn't make a new one and just kept expanding it. That's insane. How do you, how is there still stuff to do? Well, they keep coming out with expansion packs, essentially. So? That what gives they... you stuff to do. Okay. <laughs> All right, whatever. I, 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 whatever. Whatever. Okay, whatever. Whatever. So do you think they're just going to keep remaking the PlayStation 4 and just adding stuff to it instead of doing a whole new console or what? I'm not saying that they're never going to make a PS5. I just don't think that people should be worried about it yet. You know what would be a real power move? What? They call it the PS6. Just skipped over 5. Like just This is so much five. better. Yeah. It would be pretty powerful. I don't know. 
be a big, pretty uh, epic gamer move, though, right? It would be a pretty epic gamer moment, that's for sure. <laughs> well, I'm excited for Arkham. We will, we shouldn't. It shouldn't be too much longer before we actually find out something concrete about it. Because they better not call it Arkham. Why not? It's the brand, baby. What's it gonna do with Ar- What's it gonna have to do with Arkham? It's nothing at this point. It's just about Arkham Origins. Didn't really have anything to do with Arkham. Well, it had all the people. It had all the characters from Arkham in it. Exactly. So why this can be Arkham something and do the same thing? Maybe. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see when the game comes out. Arkham Knight had nothing. Well, I guess it kind of did. But even yeah. then, the Arkham Knight yeah, twist they- had nothing to do with Arkham too. Like it was just it was Jason. Or Todd That's where or he was kept. He was Captain Arkham. Yeah, loose. Like you never got to go back there or anything like that. You technically do at the very end of the game. That's but. the only thing I want from this game is I want a much bigger Gotham City, not just the city itself, but I want like I want you to be able to drive from Bruce from Wayne Manor to Gotham City. Yeah, you're not going to get it from them. I think it's possible. I bet if we get anything, it'll just be, um, what am I trying to say? It'll just be, uh, Arkham Knight reskinned maybe in the winter. No, I think they're going to add to it. I doubt it. Maybe they'll do one new section. I know they left a really bad taste in my mouth. You know, what you're not nice i speak the truth you speak lies uh but moving on to other more confirmed batman things ah! the movie we officially have our first out uh major casting news since pattinson was confirmed as the batman which is french for the batman uh first off is Mr. Jeffrey Wright, who'll be playing Commissioner James Gordon. Scale of 1 to 10, how excited are you about this choice? Am I racist if I say 5? Yes. Well, okay, I'm a racist. I don't care. I'm, yeah. I'm fine with it. That's cool. I don't... I, I'm not the biggest Jeffrey Wright fan. I think he's good. He doesn't jump out on me, Gordon. I mean, yeah. He seems a little one note of like, I'm the serious guy with the raspy voice. Like, okay, that's fine. He was an interstellar, right? No. Oh. <laughs> that makes you racist. <laughs> Am I wrong? Not... Who is that guy? Uh, how how could you not know who that was, Cody? That's honestly one of interstellar, one of the finest actors uh, working today. Yeah, he's what's... been in he's been in many projects, one of which being Interstellar, twenty fourteen, directed by uh, Christopher Nolan. The actor's name, of course is <laughs> David Gaiasi, of course. Well, they look exactly the same. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was what has Jeffrey Wright been in that I've seen? Uh, he's in Westworld. He was How in... is that not the same guy from Interstellar? It just isn't. I don't... Believe you. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. It's not the same person. Jeffrey Wright and David Gassi are different people. They're not even the same nationality. David Gassi is British. Oh, wait, is Jeffrey Wright British? He might be British now that I come to think of it. Jeffrey Wright? Yeah. No, he's American. Oof, How's goodness. it spelled? R W R I G H T. 
You know, like the Wright brothers? Yeah, but the top billing on IMDb is some writer. For what? Jack's Parable 2010. Don't know what you're talking about. I'm looking up Jeffrey Wright. You might be looking at the wrong Jeffrey Wright. It's a pretty common name. I just spelled Jeffrey. J-E-F-F-R-E-Y. But whatever. We don't need to talk about this. It's Jeffrey Wright. I do. (laughs) He he was in a couple of the Bonds. He was Felix Leiter in the Bond movies. Obviously, I'm looking it up. Uh, Okay, he was in Hunger Games. Yes, pretty good in Hunger Games. Liked him a lot. Oh, he's going to be No Time to Die? Oh, I forgot about that. That's so cool. Are you excited for No Time to Die? Not really. <laughs> why, are you, why are you so mean, Cody? <laughs> why should I be? Just lie to me, okay? Make me feel better. The last better. one wasn't good. <laughs> it was great. You're not good. You're not a good person. I'm sorry you feel that way. Well, be that as it may, Jeffrey Wright is Commissioner Gordon. Uh, rumor has it that it was Mahershala Ali's role before he before Blade came about, and then he jumped this to go to that, which I can't really blame him for. Um, I do. I'd rather be in a Batman movie than a Blade movie. Yeah, but Blade, he would have been the lead in it, and Batman, he's... Who gives a shit about Blade? Apparently Mahershala Ali. That's also, cool. it's Marvel, and it's probably a more, you know, a safer kind of... Uh, what's the word? What's the phrase? Infrastructure than Safe DC bet. at the moment. Better bet. Better bet. Not by much, I don't think, because Matt Reeves has you know, got a good track record, but um, whatever. Including Planet of the Apes. Mm, no. Yeah. But those are bad. His best movies. I mean, Let the Right One In. Or no, is it Let Me In? I think it's Let the Right One In. Yeah. Is actually low-key great. Um... But, yeah, I mean, so far, I'm surprised we haven't seen the, you know, why is Gordon not white kind of deal. But people also didn't care when Perry White was played by uh, Lawrence Fishburne. So. <laughs> because no one knows who Perry White is. Eh. I mean, Can you name any of Superman's supporting cast other than Perry White? Jimmy Olsen. Oh, uh, who else? Crypto the Superdog. Doesn't count. Uh, Bangs McGee. Who? Bangs McGee. That's not a real person. Stinky Toe Johnston. Not a real guy. <laughs> Prove he's not. Shit. I'm not do- <laughs> not going to do that. See, all right, so I win. So I'm, I'm correct. Um, <laughs> President Barack Obama. Hello. Supporting Is he character. in Superman? Eh, probably. Um, yeah, what were we saying? Oh, yeah, I guess I'm... I guess people are cooler now, or there was just more stuff going on that they didn't. We really didn't see the. Yeah, but he's not supposed to be. He's gonna be a white guy. Kind of bullshit. I really just don't think people care that much about Commissioner Gordon. I mean, I thought they would, but hey, I'm happy to be proven wrong in this case, and I'm sure there's some subsects of the internet where they're freaking out, but it hasn't penetrated the mainstream, so that's pretty cool. Um, and then the other bit of news, by the way. <laughs> Pouring out for J.K. Simmons. Oof. He was Batman, or he was Commissioner Gordon for approximately three minutes, so yikes. Uh, it's pretty good Commissioner Gordon, though. I'll give it to him. 
he yeah he was in it and he was in the movie for a little bit kind of um but moving on jonah hill also is rumored to join the fray the deal is apparently not done though there, do you think it's gonna be fat jonah hill or skinny jonah hill i would go skinny jonah hill until shown otherwise i think we're gonna it'll be skinny jonah hill from now on you're gonna get a hot penguin gonna get a death well hot penguin or a hot riddler I don't know. He was born to play the. He was born to play the penguin, though. Yeah, but if he's skinny, Jonah Hill, then maybe he won't want to. But uh, yeah, so the rumor is that Jonah Hill, uh, Jeffrey Wright's pretty much confirmed that he was Gordon on Twitter, so that's happening um, for sure. And then Jonah Hill is a little bit more questionable. Where rumor has it he's trying to choose between Riddler or Penguin, and there's like some salary stuff that people are talking about. So. There's a chance it, it falls through, but I think at the end, when and it's all said and done. He gets to choose who he wants to play? Yeah, well, they're trying to figure out what role suits him best. And he's a, presumably a part of that decision-making process. So He was born uh, to play the Penguin, like Danny DeVito. But, Cody, if he plays the Riddler, then possibly we could get Danny DeVito coming back as the Penguin. Well, you see, now that would be good, but that they won't do good. that. They don't have the balls to do that. I still think, I think in a perfect world... We get it's Jonah Hill Riddler, Stuhl Bargus Penguin. It's Penguin? Yeah. I love Michael Stuhlbarg. I do too. He's a good actor. But He's I don't know the about best his actor? Ever? Ever? What about Michael the Dick Fastbender? <sighs> Michael the Dick Fastbender is a good actor. But I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with with um with my boy Stuhlbarg because he wasn't in Assassin's Creed. Um, okay, but who did more Sorkin? Stilbarg. How? He was in Steve Jobs. And so was Fastbender. So neither of them have done more. No, but I mean, who spoke more <laughs> lines? I'm going to go with Michael Stilbarg. That's wrong. <laughs> Prove it. I, okay. <laughs> Prove Pop it. in your copy of uh, Steve Jobs. <laughs> All right, everybody. On the count of five, play Steve Jobs. We'll do a commentary track. One, oh, yeah. two... No, gotta imagine. We gotta, so if we ever get desperate enough to start doing a Patreon, we should do one of those. <laughs> it's okay. It, T- Tim said he'd subsidize us for a little bit while longer. So I bailed him out that one time, so he still kind of owes me. Um, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, Jonah Hill, Riddler. If it was up to you, who would he play? Penguin. If it was up to me, who would he play? Riddler. Yes. So obviously, uh, between those two, and then Catwoman has also been in the mix and is almost certainly <laughs> going to make get, it in. I hope they get. Um, God, I don't even know what her fucking name is. Anne Hathaway. That would make no sense. It'd be hilarious. It wouldn't happen though. It'd be so funny. But it wouldn't happen. It, it, it's only funny if there's a chance of it happening. Why wouldn't it happen? Why are you? Because she's already played it. I so don't... why can't she play it again? Because it's not you how it works. just gave me hope that Danny DeVito could play uh, the Penguin again. Yeah, but he's a different person since then. Do you know he directed a movie about Jimmy Hoffa? It was a that bio. doesn't surprise me. Do you know he directed Matilda? I did know that. Why didn't you know that? I did know that. I was telling you that. But I know that. Cool. Got him. I expect we'll be hearing some more casting news in the in the following 
days slash weeks. I think the movie. You think sh- they did it for um, Batman Day? Is that why they were releasing shit? Uh, I think it was. You should have given us a trailer. I mean, I'm sure they haven't shot anything, but no, they have not. I I imagine that we'll be seeing. So the movie starts filming in London, I think, in the winter. So like, I'm ex- probably like, te- uh, Pattinson. Pattinson's still doing Tenet. So I, one sec. Pattinson's still doing Tenet. So I imagine Tenet. it's not going to be. <laughs> Shut up. I hate so much. So it'll probably be a a few months before they're ready to get going. But we should be seeing a costume and then a final cast and a synopsis and all that fun stuff before too long, Um, which is very, very exciting. So, um, all right. Let's move on then, shall we? I guess. So that was the fun one, right? Yeah. What's the serious one? Three words. Articles. Of impeachment. Of impeachment. I mean, we talk about the rest of this stuff, so we should probably throw our two cents in, as this is a, a four-hour-old story. As a history connoisseur, someone who studied the all of the history, I believe, <clears throat> what is your interpretation of today's events? Don't get too excited. Don't get too excited. <laughs> That's it. That's it. I have been racking my brain all day to figure out how he actually broke the law. And I just might be out of date, but I don't think this is going to go anywhere. So that coming from the cynical point of view, well, it's, I mean, I mean, it's only, yes, it's probably a law somewhere, but it also is common sense that, Somebody and impeachment isn't specifically. It's it, the only re. It, it's not there specifically to deal with somebody who broke a specific law. It's it is, about it also serves the, the whole thing behind it is. It's about um, it's about the person is, at the presidency and their conduct is, as president. Bill Clinton didn't okay. break a law. He lied under oath. Yes, he did. Okay. Other than okay, sorry. Well, <laughs> Donald Trump has lied under oath many times. I'm sure, but the and. But it's it's about the conduct of the president. And this is the it's, same. Like you don't need to break a law for the Twenty Fifth Amendment to be upheld. It, it's yeah, but based on people's things. judgment. They're but it, not. It, but it's the still same. no. You removal. need to break a law in order to be actually removed from office. That's just the way it works. Without looking up every single law, but how is what Trump has done, which is asking a foreign official and quid pro quoing them, uh to investigate the a political opponent opponent how is that not con how is that not conduct fit for impeachment because he didn't break especially the when law. he's done it already but do we know that he did listen if he actually did that i think that's um well he definitely something did it to a uh i don't know what the crime is called but he's well, okay, interfering but- with an election so I think. I don't know. Unless that's not treason. I'm going to read to you. The oath of office. I do solemnly swear or affirm that I will faithfully execute the office of president of the United States and will, to the best of my ability, preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. Okay. Okay, but even that, we don't need to get into into the dire specifics of the exact 
the exact line and the, the exact code that he's that he's followed to not come to the conclusion that having somebody investigate your political opponent and using the office of the presidency to do so is in isn't an impeachable offense. An impeachable? I mean, you just need to break the law. I mean, so impeachment isn't really kicking somebody out, especially at this stage. It's about investigating them. Right. The only way they'll be removed from office is if they broke a law. Which he has. But which one? Too many to count, my friend. Then name one. Name the one that he's being investigated for. Mm. That's all I want to know. Okay, well, f- all right, here's one, Cody. Treason. How about that? Is that impeachable? He's working with it a foreign is. adversary to work against a private citizen of the United States. I don't know if that's actual treason, but okay, yikes. That's one. If, if the, okay, you know, if he loses that, not only will they lose the presidency, he will be murdered. Tar and feathering? <laughs> Hanged, probably. Nice. No, that is a uh, capital crime. So congressional materials have cautioned the grounds for impeachment do not all f- fit neatly and logically into categories because the remedy of impeachment is intended to reach a broad variety of conduct by officers that is both serious and incompatible with the duties of the office. Congress has identified three general types of conduct that constitute grounds for impeachment, although these categories should not be understood as exhaustive. One, improperly exceeding or abusing the powers of the office. Two, behavior incompatible with the function of the purpose of the office. And three, misusing the office for improper purpose or for personal gain. He has well, done, he's probably he done all three of those three. things okay. today. So well, let's see that's if, it. If the Congress agrees with them, well, agrees with you. Well, that's... Because that's all this part is. It's just an investigation. Yes, that's true. And then it ticks over to the Senate who gets to either convict him or not. Yes. Whether that Which happens... They won't. It, we shall see. We shall see. Because I think, as remote as a possibility as it may be, if things get so damaging through the, through the course of the investigation that they might come together as a party and decide our best bet is to run with Mike Pence and have him as president. And, and that is our best hope of winning in 2020. That's, the, that's, that's why I think this time has like a 5% chance of being different as opposed to a 1% chance of being different. It's because we are so close to an election year and at some point somebody's going to pull a head out of the field and they're going to have a face and a, a person that they're actively going against. And they might sure. decide, "Ugh, we need to cut bait. This is and they're going to say, "Dude, if you don't resign, we're going to we're going to vote to kick you out." At which point he will say, "Nah." And he'll run, and we're just going to be in a shit show still, yet again. But I don't know. And most, like, most likely the option, I think, is he's impeached by the House, it goes to the Senate, and they vote, go along party lines, except for Mitt Romney. Willard Mitt, my man. Because Mitt Romney is, I don't know, he's Mitt Romney. He is who he is. Secretly really cool. And maybe Cory Gardner from Colorado will vote, because... He's in. He's probably going to lose his Senate seat next year because Colorado is getting VV blue. Because yeah, I let him smoke weed. See, weed a wanna, as I like to call it. 
I don't know. We should, but uh, Marco Ruby also went uh, did some interview where he's like, "Well, we can't impeach just because somebody does a wrong thing." So I'm not that optimistic that that Senate Republicans. I didn't are know Marco going Rubio to. was a a pansy. I did. Not the word I was thinking of, but okay. Piece of shit. I did. Nope. But who knows? I don't know. I don't know if we'll, how I'll be listening back to this conversation and what I'll be thinking, or if I'll be thrown in jail for not talking nice about the president. But I do know one thing after seeing the reaction to it is that it's pretty incredible that Kim Jong-un and the North Koreans, they had to force people to develop a cult of personality and the Republican electorate is just doing it for the Republicans with Trump. I find that very interesting. But if, if um, on a scale of one to 10, one being he stays in office and we go forward to 2020 with him and Pence on the ticket and 10 is he is out of office and possibly on his way to jail. Where do you think? Where Where is your confidence level? Where Where about would you put your little peg? About a five. You centrist piece of garbage. Yep. <laughs> I would actually go four to eh, three and a half. I go three and a half to that thing stay the same because I don't think Senate Republicans are going to start being courageous now. But. Maybe the actual process of impeachment and the investigations and all that could shake something loose, especially with the presidential election coming up. Who knows? But I do I do think it's the right thing to do. And I, you know, maybe the best call of all was to do this so close to an election to really get the pedal to the metal and not do it. Pelosi didn't ago. really want to do it. Wasn't she like strong armed into doing it? No, I think I think she sees this as the best opportunity they're going to get. I think that she sees this as a national security concern that people are going to pay more attention to than in past times. And she sees that the White House is, like, obviously doing what the White House does with every single scandal. But I just I feel like in her gut she thinks now is the right time. That she was waiting for something to happen this fall that would raise more concerns than the typical trump bullshit but i don't know i don't know what you're thinking i'm just crazy we'll see we shall see we'll report on it next week (sighs) but i mean i'm still gonna vote for the guy but like yeah me too (laughs) god could you imagine we throw through all that and somebody's like oh this is an interesting conversation then it's like i'm still on the maga train though bruh like we would why wouldn't you be because i'm not a fucking idiot um, or a racist piece of shit. Or a cuck, though. That's true. That's pretty true. But I'm a good one. I'm a nice boy. All right, let's move on. Let's stop talking about be- being sad on the Earth. Let's talk about being sad in space. Very good. Thank you. It's crazy out there. There's fires everywhere and plane crashes. They're calling it the surge. Major, we have some highly classified information. What can you tell us about the Lima project? Its objective was to search for advanced extraterrestrial life. The ship disappeared approximately 16 years into the mission. And the commander was? He was my father, sir. This might come as quite a shock to you. Biafrobo was experimenting with a highly classified material that could threaten our entire solar system. All life would be destroyed. 
We're counting on you to find out what's happening out there. I worry about you. I love you. Please begin your psychological evaluation. As best you can, please describe your current mental and emotional state. I'm feeling good. Ready to do my job to the best of my abilities. I remain fully committed to the lawful completion of the mission. Space. Let's go one to ten. How much do you love space? Twenty. Whoa. That's honestly a lot. Why do you love space so much, Cody? Space is cool. Space is very, very cool. Space is VV cool, my dude. Uh, Ed Astra. Also pretty cool. Also very cool. Uh, let's start with initial thoughts. You go first. Because you are the jerk. I liked it a lot. A lot. thought it was very, very good. It reminded me a lot of Interstellar. Mm-hmm. It just didn't hit me as hard as Interstellar did. Yes. Which I wish it did. Because my favorite part about Interstellar is... The Tars. sad. Love Tars. Tars. Love Tars. Yeah, no but, 3D bookcase. Three out of ten. No, it was. Um, I thought Brad Pitt was really great. I thought. Mm-hmm. No one else in particular was that good. Everybody was fine. But nobody else really had a chance to flex their muscles. Every it was all about Brad, which is fine. Separate. I think that's a good thing. If he doesn't get. Um, nominated for an Oscar for this. I don't think he's going to for Hollywood this year. No, I think he, I think he will for Hollywood but not for this. That's my guess. He gut deserves feeling. it for this one. He deserves it for both to be honest with you. But wait, which performance do you like more? This one. Really? Yeah. I like how subtle this performance is. Okay. I like the big larger than life Tarantino performance, but it's just I love you can see his inner turmoil. He's just really great at acting in this movie. Okay, but here's the tiebreaker. Does he throw a can of dog food into somebody's face in this movie? No, but he shoots a space gun at a pirate. That's true. I mean, I'm going to give the edge to the dog food, but it's it's pretty close. Um, I loved this movie. I thought it was fantastic, and it felt like... Uh, a throwback in a lot of ways. It was very slow. It took its time. Um, it wasn't trying to like, well, let's get a joke in here to lighten up the audience. Like it made you feel sad. And no, yeah, it was very 2001. Yeah. And movies don't like to do that. They want us to leave on a happy note. And this leaves on kind of a happy note, sort of a, a light ish note, but still he's coming back after killing a bunch of people. Spoiler alert. Um, so it's not that like Yeah, and he doesn't super. get in trouble for it either. Did you notice that? I mean, he's going to. But he's already back at the end of the movie and nothing happens. Well, he just got back. Oh, when he's in the bar. Oh, I guess you're right. Hmm, interesting. We'll talk we'll spoilers to back to that. I already Brad Astra. We we always spoil stuff. I shouldn't be surprised at this point. Um What if we have a new listener, Mason? We just Fuck him. Oh shit. Got him. Uh, but I thought this movie was excellent. James Gray really impressed me a couple years ago with The Lost City of Z, and then I went back to check out another movie he did with Joaquin Phoenix. I obviously didn't care for it because I do not like Joaquin Phoenix, but... Uh, but you're going to be so excited for the We Live in a Society movie. Uh, I bought my tickets today, so... 70 millimeter, baby. Um, Sad. 
What? Um, I was just like saying sad. Oh. Happy. Happy. Cool. Um, but I thought this movie was excellent. James Gray continues to impress. Um, I really liked the vi- pretty much every vi- every visual choice he made. I thought was the right one, and the movie looked great and had some really awesome images in it. Definitely some hashtag laptop background content in here, um, and just it felt like I was in a time machine and I was watching a really great you know, space drama from the 90s, and the voiceover and all that certainly helped uh, helping <laughs> the 90s. matter. What movie are you uh, equating this to? It reminded me of Contact a little bit. Oh, I still haven't seen that movie. Re? Um, remind me, yeah, remind me of Contact and Space Cowboys, for obvious reasons. Um, I remember Space Cowboys. Who was in that movie? Tommy Lee Jones was in it, right? And Donald Sutherland. Wasn't, um... I think was Clint George was Clooney too. in that movie? No, Clint was. George Clooney was in Gravity, a.k.a. Trash, a.k.a. Bad Movie. No. Who else was in... Who's... Clint Eastwood? Is that who you're talking about? Yeah, it was them and then one other guy. I bet it's one of those career that guys. I saw it with my parents. I saw it. It was a weird movie. Very weird movie. I saw it at some point, too. I can't remember in what context. Uh, I think it was James Garner. It was James Garner. I just did. I want to do it, though. Clint Eastwood directed it. Clint Eastwood, Tommy Lee Jones, Donald Sutherland, James Gardner, Marsha Gay Harden, very subtly great actress. Really Isn't like her. there a scene where one of their suits get fucked up and he freezes to death? Yeah. I remember that scene. It reminded me a lot of uh, that one episode of the Magic School Bus. Mm, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. If you don't get that, then you're not going to get it. Okay. It's fine. Space Cowboys, solid film A. Uh, this one is more than solid. It is excellent. So with that in mind, let's get dive a little bit further into specifics. Uh, you kind of touched on it already, but Brad Pitt was phenomenal, I thought. Um, the movie was like 60 to 75%, just close-ups of his face. And for good reason, <laughs> because he did, he didn't, he wasn't that showy. Because the, the di- he's very good looking. Yes. The script especially wasn't that wordy either in terms of dialogue. There was, and even the, the inner monologue wasn't really that heavy. It was just his thoughts and observances and kind of stuff like that. So he definitely had to do a lot of acting with his face and his body and all that kind of stuff. And I thought he did it marvelously. I think he Agreed. pulled off a really great, subtle, awesome kind of performance that most people would overlook as not being that impressive, but um, it actually in some in ways is probably harder than doing a Tarantino thing where you have this canvas of dialogue and all this great uh, Yeah, this material is more body acting. And more, people to uh, work off of, too. Like, it's not yeah. just... Tarantino's movie isn't just Brad hanging out in that many of it. He's with Rick, or he's with the girl, or he's with whatever. He's got people to go off of, and this movie is kind of all him, and... Um, you know, the degree of difficulty there is, I don't know, from ex- personal experience, obviously, but it seems higher. It seems like it should be higher. And, um, you know, you got to tip your cap a little bit to the guy. Um, and, um, yeah, it was just, it was, this has been a good year for Brad between these two performances. He has. This is a, his peak year, I would say. I think so, too. I think so, too. Uh, what do you, do you have any other thoughts on his performance that I haven't already mentioned? 
No, I just like how you said I really appreciated how it was mostly his face acting. Mm. It was not him working off of other people in order to get a great performance, but it's him showing his emotions and how he's trying to hide them and how he's starting to fail more and more as the movie gets longer, goes on longer, rather. So I just, I really appreciated it. I thought it was very good. His performance was especially good. Mm. All right, good talk. I feel, I, I agree. I agree. I agree with everything that you said. Um, moving on to the supporting cast a little bit. Tommy Lee Jones, I thought, was okay. I would have liked to see more of him. We definitely need to talk about the third act as we go along, but for right now, let's, let's table that. Uh, Ruth Naga was fine in her role, small role. Liv Tyler had probably less dialogue and stuff than she did, but she seemed to do okay with it, I guess. Donald Sutherland was pretty solid. Uh, <laughs> uh, Donald Sutherland was my least favorite part of the movie. He's just so old. Exactly. A little unrealistic he that he would be doing going that. into space and stuff. Like he needs to stop. I think it's time for How old him. do you think he is? He's easily eighty-five. Eighty-four. Just turned okay. eighty-four. So that was close. Um. Yeah, it's time for him to stop. He's a. Uh, he's right in a um, Clint Eastwood situation. He's getting way too old to act well. Yikes. Uh, you're not... I don't know. I think he's better than Clint Eastwood is, but, you know, I, uh, definitely yeah, old. Yes. Definitely old. Uh, Jamie Kennedy was in this. I still don't know who he was. So I'm V confused. Um, but, you know, it's like... Uh, Natasha Leone was great. I think she's awesome. She was so fun in that little tiny scene when he got to the docking station. Uh, I want to see her in much, much more. That's the kind of stuff like you that you kind of can lighten the mood a little bit is with a quirky kind of fun character like that, not with jokes and crap like that. Oh, that was the lady who was at the like the reception. Yeah, like she's, you're talking about. Okay, yeah, red hair. She's a Russian doll. Big crush on her. Can't quite explain why, but um, yeah, she was pretty good. Yeah. I also, I mean, I liked for no reason of this movie, but the guy, her boss. The person that Ruth Naga takes him to after he gets there at the beginning of the movie. The guy with the man bun. Mm-hmm. He was in Far Cry 5. He played the villain. So it made me very happy to see him doing something. Right. Batman Mason, I don't play video games. I don't play video games. You're right. That's me. You're such a... You're the worst. That's me. Um, yeah. So let's talk about the future. Good future? <sighs> Fine future. There's nothing wrong with it, but there's nothing great about it. I mean, I think that the fact that we have a moon base is pretty cool. Well, I mean, yeah, that's fine, but that's going to happen. I don't like that the moon base is basically just a big old uh, airport. But that's but you know that's what we would do to it. We would put a Hudson News and a, I don't know what were the some of the other businesses. A subway, yeah, a subway on the moon. That's so America. That's I thought that was very 
biting clever and like how there was a voiceover when he said that if his dad saw what they'd done what we'd done to the moon he would have like burned it all down or something like that i was like yeah because the movie is kind of pretty dismissive of like american culture i feel with all that kind of stuff and just how we do things and you know the main the main quote-unquote antagonist in the movie pretty much decided he was done with people and i think it's pretty safe to say that America pretty much influences global culture, so he was just sort of done with all of us and was like, eh, I don't need this anymore. Are you calling Tommy Lee Jones the uh, antagonist? I will... Let's dog ear that, because I'm I'm not sure myself, but for the purposes of classifying him, yes. But we'll we'll dive into that in a bit. bit. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about the Space Pirates thing. I loved it. I just... How does that Space happen? Space pirates are a thousand times better than real pirates. Okay, uh, like how? Do, how? What do you mean they steal shit? How they I'm sure to, they're they're more mercenaries than they are pirates. But where because do they live? Remember, they live in other bases. What other secret bases? bases? Made by other governments that America doesn't know about. I don't know. I just it kind of it felt silly to me. I just. I thought it, we could have been fine. It, it felt like that whole sequence was just, hey, we need an action scene. I disagree. Because the I audience think, is I think it, goes, it goes to world building mm. um, just to show how fucked up this, the international affairs are. Because remember that it was the second that they went into international waters is when things got all More like up. international craters. If you want. Get it? Yeah. Okay. I mean, okay. I mean, it was a good scene, so I'm not that pedo by, PO'd by it, but it just kind of, I was like, eh, I don't know if I love this. Um, and that's okay. You can't love everything in a movie, but you can still love the movie. Hmm. Well, unless it's bad. Unless hmm. it's, what? What are you trying to, what? Say it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the meme of the movie a little bit. Uh, Unless you have anything else to say about space. No, go ahead. Okay. So the meme of the movie is that they need, they get Brad Pitt to help them, to help them find his dad who is, who killed his crew, his crew, and is stationed outside of Neptune. Because they were mutinying. They wanted to go home. But the subject, the subtext is that he's paranoid and, and is like, he's insane. It's like you said, he's done. He's he's moved past humanity, or he's so he's so focused. He got so focused on his one task that it snapped him. Yeah. And there's obviously parallels to be made with Apocalypse Now, which I saw for the first time earlier this year, and I can definitely see about the somebody being sent into. Oh yeah, this is just Heart of Darkness in space. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um. And that honestly, so let me, the first two thirds of this movie are masterful. I thought every choice that they made and all the things that the, that, that Brad Pitt's character kind of went through and how it was shot and put together and composed like some of these shots. Oh my God. Hoyt Van Hoytema. Obviously he's, this is, this isn't his first time shooting an awesome uh, space movie. Very, very well. Interstellar. Um, and this is just him kind of showing off and I thought he did just a fantastic job. Um, movie looks gorgeous and all that. 
story worked for me a lot because I, I love the, the, the bit of it of sending him to find his dad and his dad is this just uh, Colonel Kurtz like characters sitting at the edge of at the edge of Neptune millions of miles from from Earth and his my understanding of it was that he was causing these surges is that right um you see I thought I was actually going to ask you if you think he was doing it or if it was just something that happened. Part of his experiment? Yeah. Like, he had that satellite dish. So, like, I think the movie is supposed to t- is telling us that it was him. And they think it's him. And that they nuke it to stop it from happening. So, so it's coming from his craft his air his but i it seemed that it wasn't i don't know i just i thought that it wasn't him doing it it just kind of happened right but he wasn't doing anything to stop it or he couldn't do anything to stop it right um but i think there was a I line about him, him about him villain. trying to stop it but i don't think knowing, knowing what i know about his character i don't think he'd care no yeah you're right unless it had unless it interfered with what he was trying to do right i don't think he would care either i definitely um, want to see this movie again to pick up on all this kind of stuff because um, there is a lot going on that um, it does you know it takes a bit to figure out um, but and also so speaking to the, to the third act the, the, this great setup of him trying to get in touch with his dad his dad being this shutaway who is going out there to find extraterrestrial life first of all to continue on our conversation from last week about sci-fi is I loved that whole setup of the, we sent him out here to go find an extraterrestrial life and how that goal and that mission sort of consumes him from the inside out. And, you know, and the, there's a line at the end, I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but, you know, he focused so much on what was out there, you didn't see what was right in front of you, which was in Brad Pitt's referring to is all the planets that he surveyed and gathered data and pictures and all that kind Future of stuff. Future homes yeah. and stuff like that. And... I don't know. I, I I didn't want aliens to be in the movie, but I don't know. I I was hoping for some better resolution when it came to when it came to that storyline. Um, I was hoping for something a little bit cooler, for lack of a better word. I think yeah, they probably did that on purpose, right? To subvert your expectations oh boy like they thought or they like i thought but the whole is subverting time. our expectations really is it really doing that because he didn't find anything and neither have we so no. that were you not expecting him to i don't know have some really, sort of proof because i kind of was i would oh yeah i was so what i was saying that's the good way to subvert expectations ryan <clears throat> <laughs> we love last jedi yeah we do I needed I needed it with a little bit more gusto than that, Cody. I don't want to. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so in so again, phrasing that conversation, it def, it doesn't sit with me as as well in terms of uh, profoundness, if that's a word, as something like Interstellar or Prometheus. But I do, you know, I did. The journey was a lot more fun than the destination was, and that shot of him approaching the space station. His dad's space station is like sitting on the rings of Neptune with like the blue in the background was just amazing. I got to tell you, I loved the interior of the spaceships in this movie. Really? 
Oh, yeah. You yeah. could do a whole movie of just spooking people. Like, I would watch a horror movie about this. I would watch Event Horizon, but done better uh, with this type of setup and scenery. Because, like, that scene where they go to the Norwegian uh, satellite thing and the baboons fucked everybody up. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I liked that scene a lot. The, just the way everything was worked, like the yeah, s- how scary everything and creepy it was. And re- rest in peace, that guy's face. Oof, that was fucked up. Was that Jamie? That might have been Jamie Kennedy. Now that I think about it, he's definitely Let's going try. method. Peter Bello. I don't know who that is, but he has to be one of the people on the spaceship. I love, I love the scene when Brad just like took control and he's like, yeah, you know, you know, I, I you know, I had to do it or something like that to him. No, yeah, yeah, that's the captain. That's around. the captain. Yeah, who got. And that killed. scene when he killed every, when he quote unquote killed everybody was also pretty shocking, and I'm surprised he that he didn't it, kill us. But you know, you realize he didn't kill a single one of those people. I mean, if he weren't there, <laughs> they wouldn't have died. But it was kind of their own fault. So the one girl... She falls and hits her head on the, the door. And then... I don't remember who shoots. Is it Brad Pitt who shoots or somebody else? I think it's the guy, the other I don't guy. Think, yeah, I don't think he shoots at all. So he shoots some sort of canister. I don't know what it's of. And then it poisons him and the captain. Right, right. I mean, so, he Brad Pitt, so he doesn't kill anybody. But... Like, unless there's cameras on there, which we don't know about, like, it's kind of hard to take him at his word there. And like, like you said earlier, you probably should have been in jail when they came back. Cause like, no, yeah, that was weird. We don't have any eyewitness testimony instead of yours. And you're telling us that, so, that all of this crazy stuff happened and, and unless three it's people that kind died of thing within where, five minutes. Like eh. where um, they don't want to. And he already stowed away on the spaceship going too. On. Yeah. But it, like, unless it's a, the type of thing where they're trying to sweep it under the rug. Right, which I don't know why, but 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 these aren't big issues for either of us. We should say no, no, just little little things to talk about and and things to. That's just the weirdest part of the movie for me. Honestly, it's just. (laughs) But mine still was the space monkeys. I don't know why. Loved it. I loved that. It's so cool. But like, what are we bringing animals into space for? What are we trying to find out? Testing what stuff? Stuff. Okay. The great, yeah. some of the great discoveries were made on accidents, so I guess like I can buy that. Um, uh, yeah. Let's see what other. So I, I guess to talk a little bit more about the third act for me is like I was expecting something a little bit more substantive than what we ended up getting was, which was he goes he goes there he sets off the bomb a okay and then his dad pretty much chooses to die drifting into the cosmos, um, you know. It didn't. It didn't land as well for me, and I, and as the first two acts did. Where, like I said, it was a great journey to a pre ho hum, uh, you know, landing, I guess, and, and destination. That, but I don't know. I I don't. If but I see it again, because like, I read your your review on Letterboxd. Yeah, and I just I, I don't want to get too uh, personal, but like I don't know how your relationship with your father is, mm-hmm. but. If someone's watching this with a fucked up relationship with their father, I imagine it hits them a lot harder. So, like, for me personally, it didn't really land. Mm-hmm. 
as emotionally as it could have. Right. But were you primed to for it to make an emotional landing? Not really. Okay. But I did. Lo- I loved it though. I did like it. I liked. I liked the theme. I liked the idea behind the movie because the way I see it, it's just it's right. It's him trying to outgrow his father. I'd prefer to not go too far down this road, so I'll keep it vague, is that I think it could have landed harder for me emotionally. Okay, okay. But for many different reasons than I think what you you and other people may be thinking about. And that's all yes. I'll say about that. That's fair. That's all you need to get. That's about as deep as I got into it. Um. <laughs> Jinx. Jinx. It's just on our way out of a possible yeah, very... <laughs> I'll leave it up to you if you want to cut that or not. That's um, funny. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what else I have to say. Um, yeah, it's about outgrowing yourself and trying to beat your ancestral father. You see, I didn't pick up on that at all. Maybe that just wasn't like I usually can pick up on like these metaphors of, but to me, it felt pretty. It felt linear almost like he is just going because he hasn't seen his dad in a while and then he needs closure and i didn't pick up on this you know this kind of overarching themes of what what you just said and some of the other things i've heard people talk about when they talk about the movie it seemed very straightforward to me and am i i'm and i'm usually i'm not like I usually pick up on on things, and with this, maybe I wasn't really looking to, but I just it seemed pretty like it was being played pretty straight, and that I didn't think. <laughs> so that there I was just a say, when you see on. this movie, when you see this movie again, look at it more like your critical lens essay from high school. I don't know what that think is. Think about themes and your like subtext and stuff. I usually don't have to think about those. They usually just kind of come saying, to me like, as I watch a movie. But that's, I think this movie's smart, smarter that it's not just readily obvious the, what it's trying to say. But, like, is it the things he does? It is, the thi- is it the things he says? It is, it is, I just is think it it's, it's, what, it's what happens Because all that made sense. As he gets further into the story and how he's learning to, I guess, embrace his emotions – which I'm not sure he did or not. I mean, he cried at the end. Yes, he did, and it was sad. That's what he said. I don't. I. I guess. I guess the way of saying it is, I was more invested into the the emotion that he was feeling, and not the thematic elements that were surrounding it. I didn't. I didn't view it for any. I didn't view this movie anywhere below what it was at the surface. Not to say there isn't stuff going on. But my the things I took away from it, the things I enjoyed were were surface level and was just his story of his father who he hadn't seen in years and was soon to be dead and has all this baggage uh, that that come that he's left him with that he's trying to sort of confront and that, and that he just needs to see his father to, to for those things to to accept those things and kind of deal with them because it definitely felt like he didn't he spent his life not dealing with those things. With what with with what happened with his dad, and I guess as I'm talking about it, I'm sort of you you're know. figuring it out. You're learning. What? I don't want to learn. I want to stay the same. Although maybe we're just acting too much like the English teachers. Why was or why maybe, were those curtains green? Yeah, I'm just looking too far into it. I'm looking for something that might not be there. 
Mm. No, I liked. I don't. I don't mind that. I think everything was done with some. Whether it's intentional, it's like, oh, I'm use, I'm doing this to show, to talk about that. Or if it's just a subliminal thing of like, I didn't realize that's what I was writing until I'd written it, kind of a deal. Which I think is also very common. Uh, Bono says a lot. He's like, I don't usually know what the songs are about until I start singing them. You know, after even after I've written them, I just write them and then I find out what they're about. There's your Bono reference for the episode. Um, Bono says you too. I noticed you're not saying anything, Cody. I got nothing to add. I, know, I thought you were going to yell at me for always talking no, about you're you fine. too. Okay. I don't really care. Thank you. I'm not Josh. <gasps> what? What? Uh, let's see. Other likes and dislikes you have for this movie. Um, I'll, I, I got one. What? Um, Not enough pop just... culture references. <laughs> no. Uh. The At the very, very end, and not the very, very end, but... After he sets off the nuke and he does his cool little uh, adventure shit to get back onto his his spaceship, yeah. Instead of just the the white light, I would have liked to see what the nuke did. Mm. Oh, because so I would have yeah, yeah I would have to see what happened to uh, Jupiter's or uh, Neptune Neptune's ring. Honestly, I'm kind of pissed that they didn't go to Uranus. They skipped right that. There. I think they skipped that on purpose. Damn them. That have been funny. <laughs> but uh, is, is Neptune the furthest one out? No. No, now it is. Yeah, oh, yeah. now it is. Other than Pluto. Pluto. So that's why they did it. Pluto's been knocked down. Not a planet anymore. It's a dwarf, it's a dwarf planet. It's the same fucking thing. They're just looking to cause problems. Like, it has its it has a surface and it revolves around the sun. How isn't it a planet? Well, then everything in the uh, no, asteroid yeah. belts would be... <laughs> planets too. yeah but it doesn't have a surface it doesn't have a core it can't be you know whatever but that would that would definitely fuck up the universe a little bit if a nuke went off and like yeah, i mean it wouldn't fuck up the universe i don't think because we've set off a shitload of nukes on ours but on on earth but yeah but on it but not outside of it it would impact its gravitate like it would impact gravity a little bit i really don't think it would because i'm pretty sure we've sent off a nuke in space no we haven't but we have not set off a nuke in space. That was in the movies. Don't type. You don't need to type. I'm right. <laughs> it's very passive. The Soviets too. detonated four high altitude tests in 1961. High altitude, not outside. Yeah, close enough. No, it's not close enough. It's all. It, was it within the ozone? I don't know. I'm reading. It wasn't. It wasn't in space. They didn't go out. Of the out of outside of the Earth's direct atmosphere and set off a nuke that did not happen. Also, Neptune is the furthest away. Okay, <laughs> the furthest big boy, I should say. Mercury, Venus, Earth, and Mars. Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto. So, but when does it become space? Mm, outside of. I think there's a so point where what's the distance when does space start <laughs> hundred kilometers how many how, what is that incorrect distance outer space does not begin at a definite altitude above the earth's surface however the Karman Karaman I don't know line the alti- an altitude of 100 kilometers or 62 miles above sea level is conventionally used as the start of outer space and space treaties and aerospace records keeping. And Mason, the... Uh, Does it really say Mason? 
Yeah. Oh. Nuke. <laughs> Hold on, because I think I'm just so much smarter than you. <laughs> um, oh, God. What was the number I just said? 62. No, kilometers. <laughs> oh, 100. So the United States has uh, done it at 200 kilometers, 240 kilometers, and 500 kilometers. The Soviets did it at 300 kilometers. Okay, but 500 kilometers isn't that far. It's still in space, though. It's not. So because if, if, right. if the moon is 93 million... Uh, no, the sun's 93 million miles away. How far away is the moon? 200,000. That's that's incredible. 238,000. Okay, so if you said 100 kilometers is 60 miles, right? So 500 sure. is 60,000? I apologize to anyone who's offended by just, how bad I am at math. just do um, meter or... Can to feet. Either way, so, I don't think they're setting it off in the sim- in the similar place to where this movie set off its nuclear bomb. Like it was outside of the rings. It was very far away from Neptune. So what? St- I'm just- but I'm just saying, I'm right, and just accept <laughs> it and say I'm right. <laughs> Never. Um, okay. Never. No, but I would have liked to see what happened to its rings. Yeah, for sure. Um, it had to have done also, something to its 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 um its path. I don't think it would have, but let's not keep getting into this. Because like, because uh, other things have been moved off their path. Like the moon is only the moon because we got hit by something and something flew out. Yeah, but I don't think a nuke we, does that much has that much force. I mean, it's a nuke, dude. Yeah, nukes are big, but I think it's it's not as much a, force this, as getting hit with a planet. And this is a future nuke. <laughs> and also, the rings have something to do with like the. The way that they stay where they are, that has something to do with the with the just gravity. But let's let's move on. Actual let's, gravity. Let's move on to what I like this. I also would have liked to see. Honestly, Neptune is my favorite planet. By the way, Neptune is such a lame planet. Neptune, are you kidding? It's so pretty, and it's like it's all raining on the inside. It's so cool, man. Okay, would you argue that the International Space Station is in outer space? Shit, I feel like I'm being set up. Well, just tell me. <laughs> it is in outer space. Okay, because that exists at 330 to 410 kilometers above the Earth. <laughs> and the United States has sent a nuke off at 400, 500 even. You want me, what do you want me to do, Cody? What do you want me to say? Just say you're right. <laughs> I'm right. No, just say I am right. I am right. Say Cody is right. <laughs> he can't even. I'm laughing. Cody, you you were right. Okay, thank you. I can do that. Surprisingly enough, I can admit when I'm wrong. Jesus Christ. Um, Sometimes I also would not this time though. Uh, whatever. <laughs> I also would really, really like to see from Tommy Lee Jones's point of view when he fell into jupiter mm. i just i or not jupiter i mean speaking now speaking of science this actually is worth talking about if he was in space for so long how did his ears droop as low as they did without gravity <laughs> serious question they're so low it freaks I me I out i think he's just old oh, okay he's so cute 
Okay, so let me talk to you for a minute about the internal structure of Neptune. Okay, let's not do The upper that. atmosphere... Can we just... Is please, top clouds it's at, so late, consisting Mason. of hydrogen, helium, and methane gas. The mantle consists of water, ammonia, and methane ices. The core consists of rock, silicates, and nickel iron. How do we know that? I don't know, but we, we know that. We a probe in. Come on. It's we not that a probe to Neptune. We're guessing, I think. Uh, I, love, I love Neptune. Uh, we took pictures. Voyagers, Voyager did tests. But we didn't go on That's there because it doesn't have... It you can't go on there. It doesn't have a surface. That's what I'm saying. So how do we know? We guessed. I don't know. Exactly. Anyways. Let's move on. Let's move Are we on. done? Are I we done this. talking about this movie? I really like great. this movie. Final thoughts. I think it's marvelous. It's one of my favorites of the year so far. Definitely in the upper echelon, if you will. Brad should get nominated. He won't because they're only going to choose his Hollywood performance. Or maybe vice versa. I don't know. But probably Hollywood. Uh, and that's dumb because he's great in this. And we shouldn't limit people to one great performance a year when they have to. Um, and I think everyone should go see it. And I want to go see it again. I agree with what you said, except I'm going to... I would add it to the, my list of movies that we talked about last week. Really? Uh-huh. On the list or on the... On the list. On the list, wow. Probably higher than... Whatever, what movie was... What was my list even? I don't even I don't remember. I think you'd Chronicle on there for some reason. Because you're always no, talking that's, about Chronicle. that's 2012. Chronicle's a great movie. You should watch it. Mm, no force me to and i will but i'm not going to on my own did you um, gotta be the apex predator that's the only way you're gonna be the apex predator i'm the, I'm the apex predator does the lion feel bad for a gazelle no why should he okay whatever um see this is on you this is all on you i'm sorry wow the voyager 2 went to neptune in 1989 how did it get there so quickly it's so it far away t- it took him 10 years to get there from 1989 Shit. No, it, it they they launched Voyager in the seventies. Wow, that's I think I, in nineteen seventy nine. That's incredible. In the nineteen seventies, we launched something that made it to to Neptune. What's well, still going too? Voyager one I, is no Voyager two just left the uh, solar system. Wow. Incredible. Anyway, how do, watching, how, reading, listening to. Sorry. Uh, hustlers. Did you see Hustlers? No, I'm not going to. It was okay. I have problems with it. Uh, there's like a central little issue that you can check on my letterbox.com slash to read more about. Uh, but overall, it was fine. It was okay. I definitely see why people like it. It's V, uh, fun and empowering. I just felt narratively it made some poor choices, I think. Um, but J-Lo should definitely get nominated for an Oscar. 100%. Maybe even win it, depending on how things go. Supporting actress isn't that great this year, so I think she she's certainly poised to uh, to take home some of the gold. Um, yeah, and that's it. That's it for me. Oh, and then there's a new Keen album out. Band I like Keen. I've listened to it a couple really? times. It's not that great. There's about four songs I really like. A couple that I don't care for at all, and then some that I'm not quite sure about. But Keen um, has that one really good song. They have which one? Is that somewhere only we know? Is that them? Yes. Okay. Bed shaped is good. Too. I got I got scared because I was I wasn't sure if it was them who did that song or if they did Bittersweet Symphony. That's the verb. The verb. Yeah. <laughs> I can change. I can change. I can change. That's the verb. Cool. Cool. 
Uh, yeah. Uh, if you want to listen to Keen, if you want to decide if you want to listen to the album or not, I would go with Chase the Night Away. I think it's the best song. And then Love Too Much is a close second. Uh, and hey, while you're checking out that album on Spotify, why don't you give us a listen on Spotify? We don't do that yet. I just did, bitch. What are you going to do? Edit it out? Fuck. <laughs> what about you, Cody? I'm on a rewatch of Breaking Bad. Sad. Bad man. So good. Show. So, so, so good. The show's perfect. Um, I'm reading Dr. Sleep. I don't know if I said that already. In anticipation of the movie coming out in a couple of months. Next month? November? Sometime. Um, yeah, that's about it. Cool. That is very, very cool. 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 Next week. Not quite sure what you're doing. Maybe possibly hang out. Maybe we can finally get into uh, some uh, clothing chat. Who knows? Maybe Why we'll have. Not doing Joker. It's not next week. Yeah. No, not this. Come. It's it comes out next week, but we're not talking about it until after it comes out. So this coming weekend of movies, there isn't anything. Oh, you're right. I know I'm right. So we'll see. Possibly hang out. Possibly we'll get, dive back into our top five lists of the of the 2010s. We're almost done. We only have two more to go, Cody. Then you won't have to do lists until our end of 2019 episode. Until you want us to do another fucking list. And I think we're coming up. Don't quote me on this, Cody. But we're coming up on 200 before too long. Episode? What are we going to do? Mass suicide. Uh-oh. So 200th episode. Keep an eye out for that. Um, until next time, you can follow us at underscore Reflex on the Twitter. Leave an iTunes review. Send us an email at reflexpodcast at gmail.com. And, of course, check us out on Spotify. Ooh, ah, ooh, ooh, ah. Until next time. Cody. Until next time. To the stars. Bad Astro. Nice. 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 And impeach the motherfucker. Whoa. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.